Hey everyone, welcome back to Well Then, a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first. I'm your host, Megan Scherer. Today's episode is all about mindful eating. So mindful eating is one of those terms that gets thrown around and sounds really nice, but oftentimes people don't really elaborate on what it is or why it's important or how you go about doing it. You just kind of know that it's something you should do more of, but since you don't know what it means, you kind of just ignore it. So in today's episode, we're going to dive into all of that and give you a little bit more context around it and how it can impact your life. So let's kick it off with first just diving into what is mindful eating and take away some of the the mystery and the intrigue around the term. So simply put, mindful eating is the practice of cultivating an open-minded awareness of how the food that we choose to eat affects our body, our feelings, our mind, and our overall sense of well-being. So there are some words within that definition that are really important to highlight. One of them is choose, recognizing that we have a choice in everything that we put into our bodies. So mindful eating isn't just simply eating slowly or chewing your food a certain number of times. It starts before you even actually put the food in your mouth with the foods that you're choosing to eat. Um, Cultivating an open-minded awareness, so having more presence. Um, to the food that you're eating and the way that you're eating it, the people that you're eating it with and where you're eating it. And then finally, how it impacts you, not just how it impacts your weight or um, whether or not it gives you a stomach ache, but how it makes you feel emotionally, energetically, um, and your overall sense of well-being, how it impacts your mental health. All those things go into mindful eating. So why is it important? If that sounds nice, like it sounds really great to, to pay more attention and be more present um, and to hopefully feel better about the choices that you're making, but it goes beyond that. So plenty of studies have shown and research has, has begun to show that mindfulness-based eating can actually reduce compulsive behaviors um, when it comes to eating. So things like overeating, compulsively overeating, are behaviors that can be reduced by developing a mindful eating practice, and it helps to promote behavioral flexibility. So a lot of times people will come to me and work with me and say things like, there are certain foods that when they start eating them, they just can't stop. Or sometimes they, you know, have had a long day or a hard day, and they start eating and they feel like they've lost control with food. And before they know it, they've eaten way more than they would than they would like to, and they don't feel well physically, they feel really sick, they feel guilty, they feel bad because they ate so much food, they have shame around their feelings and their actions of overeating, and they're frustrated because they feel like it wasn't their choice to begin with. They feel out of control. And these studies have shown that mindfulness-based interventions or mindful eating can actually reduce those compulsive behaviors and make you more behaviorally flexible when it comes to food, food choices and the amount of food that you're eating. So you don't feel like you're out of control anymore and like somebody else is in the driver's seat telling you to go crazy on those chips or ice cream or whatever it is, but you're actually the one 
making the choice. And even if you do choose to eat those foods that are typically triggering for you, you have more of that behavioral flexibility to slow down and say, okay, I've had enough to satisfy me and I don't need to go crazy with this to the point where it makes me sick. So that's really important, especially for people who've struggled with overeating, emotional eating, nighttime eating, all of these sort of unhealthy behaviors around food that you know make us not feel great. Um, studies have also shown that you know not only can mindful eating improve these these unhealthy relationships with food, but what I love about it is that mindful eating can actually improve the way that your body digests and absorbs the foods that you are eating. So let's say that you're somebody who follows a relatively healthy and plant-based diet and you choose foods that feel really good for your body and you feel like you've got your diet on point. But yet somehow you still experience digestive issues, stomach aches, um, your body's not quite where you want it to be, your health isn't quite where you want it to be, and you're frustrated and you don't know why. But you tend to be a person who can be pretty high stress and fast paced and go, go, go. Well, when you're somebody who is always on the move and if you're eating on the move, whether it be while driving, traveling, eating while working at your desk, any sort of distracted eating behaviors, or if you're eating while stressed under really stressful conditions, again, at work, or if you're having a fight at home with a family member, um, or you're just stressed about any life circumstances in general and eating your meal, your digestive system is actually not operating at its peak. When you're under stress, your body's energy and resources are being diverted to basically fight whatever it thinks is coming. When our bodies are under stress, they're put in that fight or flight mode, our cortisol levels are raised, our adre adrenaline is raised, and our bodies are ready to go on the attack, either run or fight. But what they don't know is that we're actually not under any sort of imminent threat. We're just sitting at our desks stressed about all the emails that we're responding to. And when your energy is being diverted in that way to prepare for a stressful situation, it is not being allocated properly to your digestive system. So that food that you're eating either just ends up getting stuck throughout your intestines and your digestive tract and can, when it's stuck and it can stay there over time and create like digestive rot. I know that sounds really gross, but the food can essentially ferment and bacteria can grow there. Um, or the food just might not be fully digested properly as it makes its way through your digestive tract. And it's it can cause discomfort and it prevents you from absorbing all those nutrients from the food properly. So by eating in a stressed out or distracted state, you're actually doing yourself a disservice and not fully absorbing all the wonderful nutrients in the food that you're eating. So even if you're a rock star and eat the most amazing clean diet ever because you love it and you think that it's a great choice for you, you're still not getting the full benefits from it. So that's another really big benefit to, to mindful eating besides just developing a healthier relationship with food. So a little bit more about what it is. I like to say that 
Mindful eating is about using all five of your senses in choosing to eat food that not only nourishes your body, but really satisfies your soul too. So it, it actually doesn't matter what the food is that we're talking about. You can choose to eat any food more mindfully. But when you do, I am willing to bet that you will choose foods that are less processed and happen to be better for you because when you really slow down to appreciate the taste of your food and you're present to it, you want to choose foods that nourish you physically and also satisfying you on that soul level. So that way when you do choose foods that maybe are a little bit more processed or more of like an indulgence or treat, you can really get the most out of them as well and feel like, you know, you appreciated it rather than like you sat down and you didn't know where that, that dessert went or where that meal went. Um, and then another thing that's important is to acknowledge your responses to food. So what you like, what you don't like without really judging yourself or judging the food. So if you don't like a certain food that everybody says is healthy and really good for you, that's okay. You don't need to judge yourself for that. You gave it a chance. And maybe you just don't like it prepared in that way. Maybe you don't like it at all. Um, and then if you like a food that people say isn't great for you, not judging that either. Not judging the fact that your taste buds enjoy something that, you know, might not be best for your health, but that you really enjoy and gives you a feeling of satisfaction. Just about being mindful and present when you eat it. And really becoming more aware of your actual physical hunger and fullness cues to guide your decisions about when to begin and when to end eating. So all of these things kind of tie together into the practice of mindful eating, and it, it's really a continual practice of developing a healthy and balanced relationship with food. And honestly, it's kind of the key to having a free relationship with food and, and body image. So now that you know what it is, some reasons why it's important, how do you do it? So there's a few practices or tips that I'm going to give you um, of ways that you can begin to incorporate mindful eating into your life. And I'm giving you a few different options because everyone's different and what works for you and your lifestyle is going to be different than the next person. So choose one of them, all of them, experiment with them, do whatever works for you. The first practice is before you eat anything, think of how that specific food choice will nourish or benefit you and allow yourself to really become aware of those positive and nourishing opportunities that are available through that food choice. So this is something that I, I love to work on with my clients. Anytime I'm asking them to incorporate a new food or a new supplement into their life or into their diet, I love to tell them a few benefits of that food and why I'm encouraging them to choose it because when your brain is aware of those those benefits it actually becomes more open and receptive to them and on a cellular level, level your body will respond better to that food. It's almost like the placebo effect like if you know something is supposed to have a certain outcome it's more likely to have that outcome. So for example, if you know that Ginger is really great for soothing nausea and settling an upset stomach. Then when you drink your ginger tea or eat a piece of ginger root, you're more likely to feel those positive effects. That's not to say that you wouldn't have felt them otherwise, but you're just more likely when you're really present to it. So when you actually sit down to take a bite of that food, whatever it is, 
if you know any of the, the, the benefits, be present to those. And if not, if you're just eating, you know, some delicious fruit or a salad or whatever the food may be, and you know that it's good for you, but you don't necessarily know why, just be present to that too. Um, so that brings me to the second practice, which is giving gratitude for your food. So some people who are religious or spiritual have a practice of, um, you know, praying over their food or, you know, sending positive energy into it. And if you're not religious or spiritual, something that you can do is simply give gratitude for it. You can do this silently in your head. You can place your hands over the dish you're about to eat. Um, you can do it out loud if you're, you know, either by yourself or around other people that you want to encourage to do the same thing. And just give thanks for all of the people, the plants, and the animals involved in making that meal possible for you. Whatever it took to grow and produce and travel it to its final destination to get to you, give thanks for the nourishment and energy that it is going to provide to your body. And then also give thanks for how delicious and enjoyable it is. It's so much fun to truly appreciate and give thanks for something when it tastes really good. I know that that makes my meals a lot more fun. So the next practice is when you sit down to eat any meal or snack, take a moment to close your eyes and take three really big breaths all the way down into your belly. So this is a really simple practice, but very profound. These three deep belly breaths help to calm your central nervous system and put your body into that rest and digest mode rather than flight, fight or flight mode. So those three deep breaths, you can even take one right now. Close your eyes, deep breath in, fill your belly, deep breath out. So you do two more just like that. But even with that one breath, I bet that you noticed a shift in how you feel. It really, really helps, like I said, to just calm your nervous system and bring you to a place where your body is ready to receive those nutrients and properly digest your food because it doesn't think that any threats are imminent. Next practice is taking the time to truly taste your food. So when I said before that mindful eating isn't just about slowing down or counting the number of times you chew each bite that you eat. In a sense, slowing down really can help you eat mindfully. So this is going to sound a little bit silly, but feeding yourself food as if you were feeding it to like a romantic partner, somebody that you love, and it was a really delicious treat, can help you really consider and savor all of the flavors in each bite that you eat. And again, this may seem and feel really silly at first, but learning to derive pleasure from your food is one of the best ways that we can develop a healthy relationship with it, especially with foods that we're trying to encourage more of in our diet. So if you're trying to get away from processed foods and, and lean more into a holistic diet, then taking the time to really savor and derive pleasure from those flavors can help you to want and welcome more of them into your life. So again, as you savor those tastes on your palate, maybe even connect to where the food was grown and pay close attention to the colors, the smells, the textures, the flavors, the temperatures, um, and even the sounds of your food as you're, as you're eating it. And that one is a fun one. It, it might take time for you to develop and implement it, but it's a fun one to try. 
All right, and then the last one is pay attention to the experiences of your body before, during, and after eating. So when you start to feel hungry, tap into where do you feel that physical hunger? How do you experience it? Is it a pit in your stomach? Is it growling? Is it rumbling? What is it like? And then when you eat, where do you feel satisfaction? What does that feel like? What does it feel like to, have, to feel half full? A lot of people just, when they feel hungry, they eat really quickly to the point where they're overly full and they never experience what half full felt like. So I really encourage you, again, this helps with, you know, the slower eating and the more mindful eating, but pay attention to how long does it take to get to half full. And then are you eating out of habit because of the time of day, because of boredom, or are you truly eating to satisfy your hunger? That those are cues to start to pay attention to and tune more into your body. And that goes, um, you know, into a conversation about intuitive eating, which we'll dive into in another episode. But just start to pay, pay attention to these experiences of your body. So those are my five favorite practices for mindful eating. Um, there's one last mindful eating meditation or, or exercise that I'm going to give you some pieces of. You can get the full meditation and practice in my Holistic Habits Guides, um, Holistic Habits 1 or Holistic Habits 2 for mental health. Um, but this practice is something you can actually do right now, wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, whether you're eating or not. You can grab a small piece of food like an almond or a single strawberry, just one small piece of food. And you can use any food that you like, but I do recommend doing this exercise with a nat natural and fresh whole food rather than a processed one. Um, if you are going to use something processed, I would encourage you to find one made with high quality ingredients and something that you really enjoy, like a fine piece of chocolate. Um, it's not about restriction. It's just getting in tune with how foods make you feel. So taking some of those practices we talked about and integrating it all into this exercise right here. So begin by simply looking at this piece of food. Grab that berry, that piece of chocolate, that nut, whatever it is, and just notice it. Notice its texture, notice its color. And then as you touch it, what does it feel like? Hard or soft, coarse or smooth? And again, it might seem silly to take all this time just noticing a piece of food, but maybe you'll notice something about it that you never really noticed before. Maybe you were always so quick to put this food in your mouth that you didn't notice the subtle lines or ridges on what it is that you're eating. And before you even take your first bite, again, we're still just paying attention to what this food is. Notice the smell of the food and how it makes you feel. Does it make you feel nostalgic and remember memories from your childhood? Does it make you feel excited to taste and eat it? Does it make you feel eager? Once you've gotten present to all of these feelings, now take your first bite. But before you do, even if the food is very small, we're going to try to take at least two bites of it. So you're going to take a small bite of this food rather than putting the whole thing in your mouth at once. And then you begin to chew more slowly than you're used to. You don't always have to eat slowly to eat mindfully, but it's helpful in this exercise to help you connect to your food. You might even want to close your eyes for a moment to focus on the sensations of the chewing, the tasting, paying attention to the texture as you chew, 
how it changes as you chew, how the flavor evolves. And then as you get ready to take your next bite, continue to pay attention to these sensations and how it feels to slow down and really savor a piece of food. Maybe in this exercise, you'll notice that you can't recall the last time you ate slowly or mindfully. Every time you eat mindfully, it's an opportunity to simply savor and derive pleasure from your food more. Everybody has those times where they sit down with a meal in front of you know, your computer or your TV, and then you look down and you're like, whoa, where'd my dinner go? I could have sworn it was just here, and you don't know how that happened. So I just want to encourage you to give yourself the gift of really savoring your food. I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, so if you enjoyed these tips and this exercise, let me know. I would love to hear from you if you tried this out. Let me know how mindful eating has impacted your life. Um, you can respond to me on Instagram. Follow me at Megan Sharer. Send me some messages there. Um, you can shoot me an email, megan at empowered-bodies.com. And I'm always open to more suggestions for the show if you want to hear more meditations, if you want more guided yoga, if there are certain people that you want to see me interview. I would love to hear all of that from you. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that this was informative for you. And be sure to subscribe for updates at empowered-bodies.com. Um, or follow me on Instagram, like I said, for more updates there. And wherever you're listening, please rate, review, and subscribe, and share this podcast with any friends who you think might benefit from it as well. And until next time, have a happy and healthy day.